I thought I was kind of just playing this role of this decadent rock guy yeah. and and uh, but then I realized it was it was me and uh, that didn't stop me and and, and getting out and then being. Uh, you know, because then you have those, you know, <laughs> prison dreams until you wait for your trial. And I can't then, imagine. Oh, yeah. I, I think that, to me, that is probably the, the scariest, scariest thing. The scariest thing ever. Yes. Yeah. It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. And Carcon Carne today is on North Avenue in Elmhurst. We're at Hamburger Heaven. And this place, this is a classic, old-school hamburger stand. I'm here with Michael McDermott, one of the best songwriters ever. I'm so lucky to have him sitting shotgun for this. One of the reasons I chose this place, besides its proximity to where you actually live, right. um, this place feels like a Michael McDermott song. It does. This, this feels That woman that served us... Uh-huh. I'm going to write about her today. I don't know what I'm going to write, but I'm going to write something about her. I mean, wasn't she a character? She was a character. And yeah. your songs are, they're stories. You've got characters. And yeah. this this feels like something off, it could be off Willow Springs for all I know. <laughs> right. That woman actually reminds me of a woman I used to smoke crack with. So that's what, her voice was just very familiar to me. Wait, you you, you literally smoked crack before? Oh, yeah. Dude. Now I know you, you struggled I with, with the, I know you struggled with drugs and yes. addiction and mm-hmm. you talk openly about that, but I guess I just in my head I thought I never knew anyone who actually did that. Oh yeah. Yeah, I've I've done it all really on on, on that. I mean that you're you're life. kicking the door wide open on this. Yeah. I mean what when the first album came out, was that kind of what brought you down that lane of yeah, well, hedonism? Yeah, it, it was. I was talking about this the other day with um um a friend of mine, uh, Brian Koppelman, he had said, you know, he was he was the guy that signed me. He, he has that show Billions now mm-hmm. on Showtime, and um, but I we were driving down Sunset Boulevard. I had like I maybe have been tipsy at one point. I was twenty or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, so we were driving down Sunset Boulevard, and I said, "Show me the gutter, man." And uh, and he says, "Now, Which, as a true storyteller, of course you want to see that." Yeah, of right. Course you, you, I mean. Because I never really been out of like Orland Park. I've been mm-hmm. in the city of Chicago. I went to New York once. That was kind of it. And uh, so I wanted to see it. And um, so he says to this day, he said, "I wonder, you know, I just didn't know you'd stay down there." And like, and he regrets. He said, "I wonder if maybe if we had never met, your life would have been better." I said, "No, man. I I, I don't regret anything." And and uh, and it got ugly. And uh, but like you know, we'd go into a strip joint, and I you know I couldn't look at the girls. I was you know as they dance above you, he would put dollar bills, and I was like too shy to like look up. And I mean that from now fast forward that two years later, and it was a very different story, you know. All these experiences have led you to where you are mm-hmm. today. What, what was the worst? Well, going going to j- getting you know having looking at three to six years in prison, you know, um, that was scary. You know, there, there's moments you never forget. Like, and when someone takes your freedom away, that is a very startling, it's jarring, and uh, you know that, that yeah, the, you know, and and when I went there, uh, you know, it was it was. It was I was nervous, obviously, and uh, and and it was I was with a bad, bad group of people, and and I thought, and I was saying to myself as I sat there, like these these aren't my people, and then another voice in my head said, "Yeah, man, they are. Like you belong here," and and that was really weird for me. I thought I was kind of just playing this role of this decadent rock guy, yeah. and 
And uh, but then I realized it was it was me, and uh, that didn't stop me. And 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 getting out, and then being. Uh, you know, because then you have those, you know, <laughs> prison dreams until you wait for your trial. And I can't then, imagine. Oh, yeah. I, I think that, to me, that is probably the, the scariest, scariest thing. The scariest thing ever. Yes. Yeah. Like, and, like, this could be my life for the next three, six years. We knew it wasn't going to be six, but we knew it could be something. And uh, so, anyway, when I was let off, and, you know, it, it, it's true uh, that justice is, has a price, and, you know, you could pay good lawyers and they do things that other people can't and yeah. uh and it's unfortunate but i'm i'm you know in in the same breath i'm thank god you know uh but um but yeah so then you know that day was a great day you know knowing like you know but then a big it, exhale yeah but then it didn't stop you know i it kept pushing it further but i was so you didn't learn you didn't learn your no, lesson after that i specifically would score drugs to take flights to get caught and i didn't and I would go on. So a total self-destructive. I, total. Thing. I was. I wanted out, and I wanted it over, and I wanted it over fast. And it was like the next step would have been suicide and, by. And cop. that seemed easier than than, than anything, yeah. rehab. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. That just. Uh, I don't know why that just didn't appeal. <laughs> it didn't appeal to yeah. me at all. Um, so yeah. So and then I did. I wouldn't get caught. And this was you know post nine eleven. I thought the high security. I mean, no one stopped me. And I. So then you're in the new city with a bunch of drugs, and well, that, that worked out too. So it was a, it was a win win. If I got caught, it was a win because I was going back and I was going down hard this time. And if I didn't, then I was going to have a hell of a good time in whatever city I was flying to. I think the thing that surprises me, and we know each other, but yeah. I listen to you. I listen to your music. You're so smart, so articulate. So creative and talented. The idea that you could be—that's stupid and much of a fucker. I was going to say stupid, but just led down that path and just stuck there. I mean, it, it makes me wonder how many other Michael McDermott's yeah. are out there wrestling with the same sure. stuff. Oh my god, yeah. I mean, countless. Because you know the, the cliche, the the stereotype of someone who is drug addicted, just looking for the next score, is not the guy who gave us. Gethsemane, right? Yeah. Well, it was it was a very carefully crafted thing. I and then it just got you know like I thought I could handle thought I could handle it. You yeah. Know, like that's the thing. You know, and people you know and I know people that started heroin and you know and uh, that was I've done it and uh, but it didn't didn't get its hooks on me like it did many of my friends. But I it would always say like, man, you play with fire, even as a drug addict myself. But then you know they said no, I got I got it. You know, but you know, it's just the dumbest thing you could ever say is like no, you don't. And uh, so anyway, so after all that, I continued on that path. I was still like fuck all, sorry. And uh, and then it was, um, uh, yeah, it was what changed everything. I've been t- over two years, two and a half years, almost clean and sober. And hey, uh, pause for congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, yeah, the first year was awful. And uh, uh, but now it's good. And 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 now I'm just. Uh, there, there's some level of regret just of the time I wasted, you know. Just yeah. and now I'm just working so much, and I'm so happy to be working. And things are going so well that uh, I just thought if I was doing this 15 years ago, like where, you know, jeez, you know, what a waste. But you can't have regret. I mean, really, no, no, I don't. Yeah, I don't. You're right. Uh, it, everything, everything led me here, and everything led me to this album, even. You know, and I'll tell you, and feel free to eat your sandwich. Okay. We got, we both got burgers here. Um, <laughs> We got. It says uh, the first thing on the menu is like double burger with olives. Like that's their thing. Mm-hmm. Every restaurant has a thing. Well, I it would never occur to me to put green olives and a lot of them on a the burger. Holy crap! This you're gonna is, have to have this card detailed after this. Oh, after every episode, Michael. I don't know who you're <laughs> kidding. Um, this is a very 
tall stack burger with olives. Um, it's quite good. You, you've actually uh, jumped in ahead of me. What do you think? Very good. Mm. Yes, it's very good. It's Dude. a total like diner burger. Yeah, it's not great. It's not great, but it's good. Did, did we yeah, we're not that? at Ocheval. We're not at Kuma's. It's yeah. You know, we're at the corner of York and North, North and Elmhurst. Yeah, it's good. Mm-hmm. Talking about where you ended up. Here you are. New album, uh, Willow Springs. Yes. You know, I, I, looking back on everything you've accomplished and everything you destructed or destroyed, mm-hmm. um, it led you to this album, which, I'll tell you, the first time I heard the, the title track, it gave me chills. Oh, thank you. Truly. I, I was listening to it last night. You probably saw I posted. Mm-hmm, I did. You accomplished more lyrically in those <laughs> six did. minutes than most singer-songwriters do in six years. <laughs> I, I, re- I read that uh, in the other room to my wife. I said, hey, James posted. Uh, but yeah, that's a, that's a massive thing. That song is kind of a massive Is that thing. you? Is that your story? What do you mean? The, the title track. Yeah, I mean, uh, this whole, I think the, uh, not to quote One Direction, but I think this album is the story of my life, really. You know, I mean, um, and a lot of it's a, a addiction-based or like kind of, you know, getting past that finally. And uh, mm-hmm. so, but uh, I certainly didn't want to make a record about that because that wouldn't be that interesting. But uh, but yeah, it's just about everything. I mean, it's about the loss of my father and the birth of my daughter and, you know, it's just, like, you know, the cycle of, of everything and... Um, and those struggles that you know that seem insurmountable at times, and and but you you get through them. You know this too shall pass. The thing that struck me as I listened to that song in particular, your observational skills, mm. the way you see the world, the way you see people, you describe them in ways that just wouldn't occur to normal people. I mean, there, there's a poetry to what you write. Oh, thank you. Have you have you written poetry outside of? No, nah, when I was younger, I did, uh, but I I just write, and so it's not necessarily I write for anything. Uh, Specific, so I, you know, I get up and now I have a very different life. I get up at five thirty and I work before everybody in the house gets up, and I just go at it. And then uh, it's the only two hours that there's not total chaos going on in the house. And then, uh, yeah, for me, those hours are about ten to midnight. Yeah, yeah. See, but they're beautiful hours. I mean, I'm so productive. Yeah, it's amazing. Everyone's asleep. And then when I hear the footsteps, and as happy as I am to see them. There's kind of a okay, it's over. Like you know, and if you're in the <laughs> middle of something, it's you know, like oh no. Um, can I just have a little more time? Um, but yeah, so uh, uh, yeah, it, there's it, this is a culmination of everything. Like, and it's funny because uh, this record, you know, I just found out today that it's number seven on the uh, charts in uh, in Europe. Wait, wait. really? Yeah, yeah the Euro American chart number seven. Like, oh my god, that's fantastic. Yeah. So and then uh, so anyway, so I you know and all these amazing reviews and all that. But quite frankly, and somebody even a reviewer asked, like, did you know you were doing something amazing? Like, I was like, no, man. Like, you know, I kind of think if I put out a record, these are a good group of songs. And so, and then when it when no one noticed, you know, I thought it was, you know, it's it's just funny that that this album, everyone seems to be, like, hearing, you know. And maybe it is better. I don't, I don't know. It doesn't, I don't know if it is, but it uh, certainly the response has been in, insane. And I, I can't help but notice, you define some of your art Geographically, where you are physically in that place in time. Right, your right. first album, Willow Springs. Right, right. It's a bit full circle. Kind what, of what's the what's the significance of Willow Springs? Why is well, that where, where you live? Is that yeah? It was. I think it was beca- a place of refuge, really, because you know we left the city after you know uh, we were living in Edgewater and mm-hmm. it was getting a little dicey. There was triple homicide uh, and shootings, and you know pretty frequently. And uh, and we had a daughter, young girl. And, 
we were walking around the front yard one day and and uh you know like we were barefoot you know getting the sprinkler on or right something. and and then like i still almost stepped on like a hypodermic needle which Jesus. i was like oh my god nope yeah i, I have know. one more napkin oh, by thank the way. you <laughs> let the record show i asked the woman napkins behind the counter at hamburger heaven are there napkins in the bag she said yes so I opened up the bag, and there were four of the thinnest napkins you've ever seen. And these burgers, I've already, I mean, look at this, Michael. I've got, I'm wearing a white shirt, which is so dumb. I've already dunked root beer all over it. This is terrible. Yeah, no, I, I was prepared. That's why I dressed the way I did. Oh, yeah. Um, you're, well, no, that's standard rock and roll attire, though. You're all, is, you're yeah. all in black. And you've shorn your locks, too. Not to sound all teen beat on you. But um, it's the first thing I noticed when I saw the cover of the new album. Yeah, I don't know. I just needed something different. But is this mold on the bun? Oh my god, really? Is that to- that's totally mold, isn't it? Certainly looks like it. That's totally mold on the bun. Yeah, the bun seems dry, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, th- that's that's a green that I do not see on the olive. Yeah, that's uh, I. Mine seems. I'm good. <laughs> that's it. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. All right. And seen. Bring, <laughs> bring on the French fries. <laughs> yeah, I know. The it's very bready. Uh-huh. And it's uh, very dry bread, yeah. Uh, and they have root beer. Root beer on tap. Root beer, yeah, and you know, quite frankly, though, I was kind of expecting like some kind of mind-blowing root beer. I mean, yeah. It's good. I mean, root beer's always good. Root beer's always good. You know, they say like, you know, Woody Allen said about like pizzas and orgasms. I mean, even a bad one's still pretty good, you know. <laughs> so, so it's kind of like root beer, you know, even like a decent bad root beer. It's like a bumper sticker. What do you think? Yeah, pizza's an orgasm. I don't know if you'd want orgasm on your car. The word orgasm on your car. I saw a Van Halen Jeep driving up to Lake Geneva last A Van Halen he, Jeep? So he had the spare tire. It was the Eddie Van Halen's guitar. Mm-hmm. Colors red and black and white. And then he had the VH like wings on the side. Of, and I said to Heather, I said, boy, that, the resale of that's going to be tough, I think. Totally tough. And if you're going to throw that much enthusiasm behind Van Halen, you know he wasn't supportive from the first album through the last. Right. You know that that band failed him at some point, whether it was Hagar, whether right. it was Sharon, whether it was 1984. At some point, that band let him down. So he's... Yeah, he's... It's a bold it. statement to make. He is. I forgot about the other guy. Yeah. yeah. And really courageous to, to say, this is my band. A nice reference. You, you pulled it right out. Thank you. What's his name? Gar- uh, Gary Sharon. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It didn't work out so well. It didn't, though. So, all right. You talked about when you started and... You know, goals, and you've got you're on the charts, and th- this is all fantastic. Now, back in the day, when you put out the first album, yeah. the goal was probably just, I'm going to be huge. I'm going to be yeah. the next Mellencamp, the next Springsteen, it whatever. Was, it was positioned that way. Yeah. What's the goal these days? There's so, I mean, Heather asked me that as I was leaving the house, and we got into a bit of a fight. She's like, "What is it you want?" And like, because I said, you know, the chart thing, and she's like, "Why aren't you more happy?" And I said, "Well, it doesn't. It doesn't." mean anything really I mean and and the reviews don't really mean anything it's just some guy's opinion so if you believe the good stuff you gotta believe the bad stuff True. too and uh, I agree and, with that and you don't wanna get too caught up in it and I said all these things are great they are great and I'm not uh, pissing on it but it's uh, yeah I don't know what the goal is I mean the goal is just to for more people to to hear the music and I guess that's ultimately all any artist would want really uh, and and then she's like yeah and then what and I said well then more people will come to the show and then what and then what she just fucking yeah I said I know I was like what are you asking me like you know like, I know totally like what the meaning of life is what is, what would make me she's like and then then she said will that make you happy I was like I don't fucking know like you know like so like what will make me happy 
You know, I can think of a few things. Ending this conversation would be at the top yeah. of the list. Can we go for ice cream now? Can we just... I'm going for a burger with James. i got to get out of here. I'm late. That's right. I wonder why I was late. I've got some moldy bread to eat. <laughs> right. In the heart some, of Elmhurst. Some, like, very mediocre root beer. You know, I think the traditional model for root beer is that it is flat. It's not carbonated. Right. But sometimes the flat root beer surprises me. Yeah. Do you like it? I don't love it. I don't love it either. Yeah. And I wanted caffeine, so that, that's, you know. So. Yeah, I, I'm looking back with the same kind of regret. I could have gone for a Diet Coke. Di- yeah. You know what I do? I do the half and half. Everywhere I go. And everyone does it. Like, hey, you have Coke or Pepsi? And if they say, Pepsi, can I get a half diet, half regular? You know, like a half and half? And it's great. Interesting strategy. My dream, when I become a millionaire, Michael, the things I want to buy in order, a ski ball machine. What? I love ski ball. What, what, what ski ball? Is it's it? the, um, it's like the alley that you roll a oh, ball yeah, up yeah. and up with in the rings. The, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, if you do really well, if you get like the 100 in the center, you get like right. 10 tickets. It's good stuff. And then have to get a redemption center with it. And you don't, you don't see those that many places like DMB or Dave & Buster's? or Not not that often. Yeah. That's why I want to get one while I was looking. Right. Uh, pinball game, preferably Star Trek The Next Generation. Wow. Big fan. Uh, and a Coca-Cola freestyle machine. So I could do exactly what you're talking ah. about. You know when you go to the movie theater? Yeah. You can get like, I want Cherry Coke Zero mixed with a little bit of Grape Fanta. <laughs> right. I can do that. Do that, yeah. So that's, I'm a man of really modest goals right. and dreams. God knows I'm not asking for much. <laughs> There's that line. I, you know, I, speaking of God, um, faith and spirituality come up in your music. They come up, a reference, a, I hear the word God mentioned in in your music. Is faith a part of who you are? Or I, is you it know, a constant it, question? It, constant question. It, it used to be a huge part. And I and if, in the lyric books, God is not capitalized. And, and I did that very intentionally. Cause, and uh, and even my sister, you know, like in folk, the song Folk Singer, I said, I don't want to be a Christian anymore. And she was like, what do you, I mean, why would you write that? And I was like, oh, Margie. You know, so, uh, yeah, I mean, our family was very steeped in it. So, obviously, the imagery and it's part of my vernacular and mm-hmm. and um, the allegories and all that. and. And uh, but I you know I've uh, I have a tough time with it you know yeah. I think we all do yeah where are we going for lunch <laughs> right <laughs> I think there's a Panera <laughs> I was starving there's a Jersey Mike's across the street which looks lovely I'm sure we this is a, th- a three parter with Michael McDermott then we're gonna go for dinner yeah it's it's a lunch <laughs> crawl for sure <laughs> right we don't drink anymore but damn do we eat does that guy eat take it down uh, that's the thing I don't drink and so uh, this you don't is, drink I don't so this is a total do you ever drink long time ago. I yeah. used to be uh, a bartender. I bartended oh, wow. at Dick's Last Resort oh, downtown. Sure. Which is hell on earth. Yeah. To be absolutely clear, it, that place is the worst. And, you know, the whole shtick is you got to be an asshole to the patrons. You got to, like... Do you have... Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Which is exhausting. Like, Did they encourage, like... Uh, oh, yeah. That's the that's the shtick. Obnoxious. Really? Sarcastic. Oh, yeah. really? Wow. Okay. Oh, it's totally exhausting. Um, and I bartended there for a while. I waited tables. When you see people from the other side of the bar you realize how disgusting you are when you're that guy oh wait 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 so wait, as a bartender i would see people on the other side of the right, bar now you see and realize oh man that they're, they're awful they're yeah. awful human beings and then i realized <laughs> wait i am that awful being right yeah I, i'm i'm no different when i'm that guy and ick right and so it was it was kind of like a scared straight thing. we have the same revelation this yeah is where I, we both had told the same story like i don't want to be that guy yeah right so did you find that that carried over? Like you'd be an asshole at work, and then you'd go home and you'd be an asshole to your girl, and you know, a little like bit. It, I definitely was a little more. Or could you turn it off? I mean, like an actor, like. No, I, I, I think I carried through a lot of that kind of snarky, sardonic. Yeah, I don't think so. And that's you know, 
It's no, an icky way to live. It, it really is. It's you know kind of clever if you see a guy. Everyone's it's like, you know like I have many English friends and they're all like the English sarcasm is really great for like dinner. And then at the end, it's like you want to punch. I mean, you just want to drive, you know, drive a, a nail through their head. You know, it's just like nonstop sarcasm and snarkiness. You know? So, all right, this this episode's going to hit uh, first week of July, uh, which is in advance of City Winery. Yeah. All right. So the, the date for that show is July twenty ninth. Excellent. You're just going to roll out a lot of the new album. Yeah, probably all of it, and then uh, then the hits from the past. I, I love it. This new album's so good. Thank you. Do you feel like this? This is it. Like this is the culmination of everything. It yeah, is? you know, it's it's already like it's the it's so it's. I haven't had reviews like this since the first record, so it's twenty five years since I've you know like wow, that's been a long time. And yeah, so it's uh it's it's great. I don't, you know, I'm kind of I'm uh, if Heather thinks I'm uh, ungrateful, and it's not that I'm ungrateful, that I don't seem excited. I just kind of don't get it. Like I've been, I thought I've been putting out records like this for the last twenty five years, but no one seemed to notice. You have. Yeah. But this album's really good. Uh, and Getaway Car is such a great, another great storytelling song. Okay, we can do that. Oh, you... Or whatever. I, I'm, I'm not calling out requests. Okay. So all, you, you brought a guitar, you're playing in the backseat of a Mazda 3. I have no grounds you know, I, I wish to tell you what to do. Listening to your podcast, I didn't know what a Mazda 3 was, and uh, it's nice. I thought, I, a little I bit smaller than, I didn't, than it's most... Very, it's like, you know... It, yeah, this is all very nice. I, I didn't know what to expect, so this is... I'm uh, pleasantly surprised. Well, I have real microphones. Yeah. I'm not, like, Maybe pointing a, pointing an iPhone at you. <laughs> right. Right. Talk a little louder. Yeah. Sing for me. <laughs> All right. So let's... Uh, I'm going to hit pause. Okay. Let's bring a guitar in the back seat. Right. Let's, let's throw away the moldy food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing but the best for my guest, Michael. <laughs> right. And he made me pay, too, which is no, That's not true. That is not true. That is absolutely false. <laughs> Let the record show. I take care of my he guests. He paid. He yes, paid. Thank you. All right. We're going to pause. Okay. Michael McDermott is sitting in the back seat of my Mazda 3. He brought a guitar. That's a really cool, old-looking guitar. It is. It's like a 1954 parlor guitar. A 54? Yeah, which I bought for $150 on eBay of somebody. I don't think they knew what they had. I mean, they're not really expensive, but it's just it, it's so old. It looks like it's in great shape. Yeah, it's great shape. And, you know, no, you don't know who made it. Some guy. And the, the neck back here, James, if you can feel that, feel that. Because it's like, it's just, it's like a piece of wood. They just, you know, yeah. not smooth and small. So you, you know, it's all awkward. It's great. This is the kind of guitar, again, like this restaurant, the kind of guitar I would expect Michael McDermott to own and play. <laughs> right, right. All right, so you're going to play. Uh, what are you thinking you feel comfortable doing in the back I'm going to do the, the title track. Uh, Willow it. Springs. Yeah. I, I said it before. <laughs> love this song to death. Love this album. All right, Michael McDermott, you are now officially performing live in the backseat of a I car. Dark with dreams undone Narcotic nightingales have sung The tortured songs for everyone In the cavalcade Apocalyptic subway dreams The alleys and the in-betweens The horse and buggy symphonies The fools there and some would say Pimps and pushes presidents The paupers preach the tenements The cowboys called the hall immense The coming judgment day Bible thumpers, Jesus freaks, conservatives and hippie geeks Rehearsing for the rapture with the fools out on parade Falling at the foot of an altar so great I never understood why heaven would have a gate I searched all over like a piper at the gates of dawn But maybe it was you 
Now there's a handbasket bound for hell. I got my two tickets from a wishing well, and life is just a carousel. So, babe, let's both get off. The doctor said, You're looking pale. I said, I just came from the jail. Said, Buy a cross, forget the nails. Now turn your head and cough. Longing look, a dying rose, an ancient warrior like pose. The savior's wearing sweatshop clothes, but ain't he looking fine? The news is all so fucking bleak. I think my eyes have sprung a leak. Strength is built upon the weak, and the rich I deem divine. I've wandered through the wasteland for forty days and nights, pondered frustration, but can never really see the light. Squandered salvation. With you I feel so strong Maybe it was you all along Now the brokenness is plain to see The emptiness, the misery Not even the birds are free The chain to the sky Cannonballs and musketeers The king's men drinking dollar beers And whispering the hungry ears Of the dreams that pass us by I don't believe in karma much But maybe I'm too out of touch Cause I've used faith just like a crutch Of such a helpless man Been chasing my tail in the yard Didn't know that things could get so hard So many nights I fell apart From all I couldn't understand so long I've been running, for so long I've been scared, so unbecoming, for so long I've been impaired, for so long singing the words to the same old song. With my doubt, I turned to the heavens and began to shout Man, is this all you got? Fuck this noise, I told the man I'm headed for the promised land Gonna build me a castle in the sand I ain't asking for a lot But then suddenly it occurred to me I think I know what it is I need And that which I was trying to be Were two separate things Been looking high and looking low For God knows what God only knows To be loved and respected In the safety of your wings Maybe it was angels Or maybe it was God Maybe a stranger Or some kind of lightning rod Maybe a spirit Or maybe the saints be The cup of bowl, the glass of life seems pretty full Your love is so indelible, may it never go away Saints and sinners, sepulchers The hustlers, harlots, harbingers The jester dances, moonbeams If you'd stay out of his way Then the lanterns light the weighted walking tongues do talk to even talk I swear to God it's not my fault It ain't what we love to say Caverns crave the crooked mind, sacrosanct, sardonic time, the search for what we'll never find. Man, it's always been this way. Maybe I'm a lion, or maybe just a lamb for so long trying, but still can't understand. It seems so simple, like 
seven silver sailing swans Maybe it was you all Maybe it was you all Oh my God, Willow Springs recorded right here in the backseat of the car, Michael McDermott. That was phenomenal, Thank truly. It, goosebumps again. Thank you. Chills. I have a lot of hair and it all stood on end as you played that. <laughs> uh, can you do one more? Sure, I'd love to. Uh, are, are we going to stick to Willow Springs? Yes, I am. All right. Uh, this is a song called Getaway Car. Okay, ready? Thought they had me up in Crown Point Like they had Johnny years ago I thought they had me surrounded There's one thing that they didn't know That I had me a plan And I'm not as dumb as I look This bird ain't meant for caging I'm no ordinary time store crook Well tonight I'm bound for glory Drinking lightning from a jar I got a sweet little story About where the fallen angels are I gotta get Drinking lightning from a jar I got a hand 
every time you play, you swing for the fences. Like, you don't hold back in the backseat of a Mazda 3. No, I was thinking, it's so cool. I'm in a car. Yeah. I'm in a car, and I'm singing Getaway. It's just like playing, say, House of Blues or Metro or even the United Center, really. (laughs) Right, it is. All right, so I had super fun having you here. Did you have fun doing the show? I I loved it. Thank you so much. Now we'll we'll go hit the second restaurant (laughs) on on our tour de force of the, uh, (laughs) yeah, is this the western suburbs? Yeah, yeah. I've never been. I don't think I've ever even been to Elmer's, quite frankly. I, I think I drove through it once on my way to Addison. I worked in Addison for yeah. like a year. Horrible experience, but I, I, I think that's my limited <laughs> I mean, knowledge. This place, for for those listening, it's really the cutest looking burger place you'd, you'd ever want to see. You know, it's like right out of 1956 or something. Exactly. Exactly. All right, so uh, you have the show at City Winery at the yes. end of July. Yes. And then what's the rest of 2016 look like? Well, we're uh, going to do a uh, just, you know, kind of uh, Midwest stuff and then doing an East Coast tour and then at the then going south through Atlanta and through Texas and all that and then uh, start the new year uh, out, out west. So or No, right. yeah, we're doing, wait, we're doing Northwest in August then uh, East Coast in October, and then South in late October. Yeah. So for those of us in Chicago, July is it probably, are you doing July the holiday it, show? Yeah, I'm doing three, probably three nights at City Winery at the end of the year, uh, around Christmas. Awesome. And the new album is Willow Springs. Uh, you are tremendous. Thank you, James. Thank you, you so too. much for doing this. Thank you.